Welcome to Wake Forest University's Department of Counseling podcast. I'm Dr. Bob Nations, a faculty member at Wake Forest University Department of Counseling. And I'm Dr. Shannon Warden, also a faculty member in the Department of Counseling. Today we have with us Dr. Tammy Cashwell, one of our colleagues in the department, and she's going to be talking with us about school counseling. Tammy, we've got lots of um, people over time in our long history with Wake Forest's counseling programs who have come through and and um, studied school counseling and I know you know a lot more about that than I do but I'm always um, impressed with the investment that you and the other school counseling faculty put into those students and I'm looking forward to hearing you talk about this today. Well thank you Shannon. Um, one of the reasons I, I wanted to talk about this is every year I have multiple students who come to me with questions because they are trying to decide if they want to go the clinical track or the school track and they're just not sure what a school counselor does because um, most people have various experiences with the school counselors that they happen to have and depending on your age or where you live some of them didn't have a school counselor until they were in high school so I get a lot of phone calls a lot of students visit me and we talk about what the differences are as far as what a clinical counselor does as well as a school counselor. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where my, my education, my master's is in school counseling, um, my focus in my doctoral program was school counseling, but because I pursued licensure, I've been able to work in clinical settings. I've worked in a, a clinical agency and a college counseling center and am doing private practice right now um, but I've also worked in an elementary school and a high school, so I can kind of speak to both of those um, tracks and what they offer. <clears throat> the other thing I always emphasize with students is our students, regardless of the track that you're on, take exactly the same courses, they get exactly the same training, except for clinical has two courses specific to them, school has two courses specific to them, and then we have two electives. One is the DSM course, the uh, diagnostic manual, which the clinical people have to take. Um, but I encourage my school counseling folks to take that course as well. It's an overload for them, but I think it's very important, especially if they're gonna pursue licensure, which I also encourage our school counseling people to do because it opens up lots of doors for them. Um, as far as the DSM course, I tell school folks, you in your school counseling position will not be diagnosing people, but you will be reading multiple reports from psychologists, psychiatrists. Um, you'll be working with the special ed faculty, so you'll need to know what these diagnoses mean. Um, the counseling children course is open to clinical folks. They're welcome to take it, and I always encourage them to take that too, because even if you're not gonna work specifically with children or don't think that you will, you're going to work with people who have children in their lives. So it's always good to know skills on how to work with children and adolescents specifically. So one of the um, main differences between clinical and school is clinical um, you're going to do counseling. 
and lots and lots of counseling. School, you're going to do counseling, but you're going to do a lot of other things too. There's a lot of consulting involved with parents, teachers, administration. Um, because you work in that specific type of system, you wear a lot of hats. So you'll need to know about special education services because you'll be helping with IEPs. You'll be helping with 504 plans. Um, you'll need to know about how to apply to colleges. You'll have to have a good background in career assessments um, because you're going to be, if you work in a high school setting, you're really going to be doing a lot of work with kids around what's your next step after high school. Do you want to go to college? Do you want to go to a tech school? Do you want to pursue some type of career? Let's figure out. Let, let me help you figure that out. Uh, you're going to be working with all types of social and emotional issues. Um, you will be working with kids who've experienced death, um, whose parents may be separated or getting divorced, who may be having problems with friends, who may be having problems with girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever that may be, um, pregnancy, substance abuse. You're going to deal with every issue in the book. One of the differences is uh, because you're in a school setting and the primary goal of a school is to educate, um, you can only keep that child out of class for so long. So you're not going to be able to carry a caseload like a clinical person would do. Um, if you get someone who has serious issues, you're going to refer them out to a community resource. <clears throat> I want to follow that up by saying, though, you may end up seeing this kid on a weekly basis because this child is at school for six to eight hours a day, and you're that point person at the school. When they come to school, they carry those problems with them. They carry those issues with them. And if they need someone while they're at school, you're that person. So you might see them multiple times a week. You just wouldn't be seeing them for a 50-minute clinical session um, like a, a clinical counselor would or a private practice person would. Um, and the, the different levels will dictate what you do. Mm -hmm. Elementary versus middle versus high school, all very different. Um, Let me interrupt you right yeah, here, Jamie. Yeah, so, absolutely. Bob, I, you can tell I get all passionate I about it, are. and I just this keep going. exciting stuff. It is exciting, <laughs> and that's one of the <laughs> faculty member school counseling students can look forward to either in our campus counseling program or our online MA in counseling program. We're excited to now for the last five and six years to have launched into the online yeah. world and are having great success there, Tammy. So we're um, almost a 50-year-old campus program and now five to six-year-old, I'm mm -hmm. not sure the exact date, but somewhere in that range of yeah. online. So mm -hmm. um, offering the clinical mental health counseling master's degree and also the school counseling master's or master's in either one, the clinical mental health or in the school. And Tammy, that's where you were differentiating between the two. Right. Um, let me ch make sure I track him with you there. Okay. Um, so the school and the clinical mental health are going to do virtually the same courses. Yes. Um, there are a couple of specialty courses that both take. Mm -hmm. I heard you say you encourage the school counseling students to go ahead and get that one or two additional mental health courses if, if, it, if time allows. Definitely. That they're going to need to be able um, to uh, 
interact with multi multiple issues in the schools. So while yes. they're not necessarily a clinical mental health counseling st uh, counselor, students coming out of our school counseling program are very well equipped to serve in both capacities. Definitely. As a, a mental health counselor and as a school counselor. Yes. Okay. Bob, how yes. about all of that? That's pretty exciting. I, that is, that is. Something that, that stimulated a thought that I had, Tammy, you know, we, I, I feel very fortunate to work with both of you for the past few years in practicum. So we, yeah. we've had the practicum course for the on campus. Uh, but also working with some the online students as well. One thing I find out is when they go into uh, practicum and internships, that's where it, it becomes a little bit more clear about what counseling can be. Because I work primarily with mental health uh, counseling students, uh, but with school counselors, what do you experience happening when they go into their internship and their practic uh, practicum? How does that help determine, is this what I want to do? Is oh. this clarifying for me? What do you, what do you experience there with the students? That's a beautiful question because um, that, the practicum gives a student who's not sure. Yeah, because that's different than the clinical mental health yeah. internships. That's a little difference too. Definitely. Um, we're KCREP accredited and KCREP allows a student to do their practicum in either track. Um, your internship you have to do in the specific track that you've chosen. Um, but it's a beautiful thing because I'll have students come and talk to me their first semester or they'll call me on the phone or we'll Skype, however they want to do it. And I'll suggest to them, you know what, if, if you're leaning toward clinical but you, you're really curious about school, you have the opportunity to do your practicum in a school setting. And then we go into that deep dive of um, what age child do you want to work with and what does it look like at the different schools. One of the huge differences is in elementary school, they're going to do a lot of large group classroom guidance. Uh, in fact, in, I know in Forsyth County, some of our schools, at least a third to a half of the elementary school counselor's day is in the classroom. So we look at that um, as a psychoeducational large group is what they're doing. Then the rest of their day, they're gonna be working with teachers, working directly with students. Um, middle school, you'll do much less classroom guidance, basically because of the way middle school and high school are set up where they're going to a different class every period now, it's more difficult to do classroom guidance, but you do it in middle school. It's more targeted. Um, it's gonna be more specific to um, specific so social emotional issues uh, that like right now in the school system, um, almost always they go in and do some psychoed classes on bullying, um, on online behavior, they do that also in the high schools. And then shift up to the high school, you're going to be working a lot, as I said before, with scheduling and college and what happens after you graduate from high school. So there's a lot more uh, administrative types of activities that you might do in a high school. You also are going to look developmentally um, what age do you want to work with because you're going to do some counseling with younger children that's gonna look very different than what you're gonna do with a teen. Um, we talk a lot about play therapy and creative techniques that you can use with children because play is their language uh, and they don't think as abstractly. Whereas a, a teenager, you might still use those creative um, 
artistic types of methods, uh, but they may look different than what you might use with a much younger child. Um, so I've seen it go both ways. I've seen people go into a school counseling practicum and come out going, this is it. This is exactly what I want to do because I love wearing this many hats. There's never a dull moment. I get to do lots of different things. Um, and then we'll have people that come out and say, you know what? I really want to focus on doing more counseling. I want to see that client on a weekly basis or every other week or however they may set it up at that agency or college clinic or private practice. So that's, that's usually where I see the difference is the person says, I want to be immersed in counseling 24-7 versus the school person who says, I want to wear a lot of different hats and do a lot of different types of things where you use your counseling skills all the time, regardless of what you're doing in a school. And you talked some about that, Tammy, with your own background that you trained both at the master's and the doctoral level with school counseling, and then you have worked in multiple jobs. Yeah, I've been really fortunate. jobs, yeah. Really fortunate. So that variety is likely very appealing to folks who, well, some of us really even in clinical mental health, but for school counselors, that's one of the uh, probably fringe benefits yeah. that you're getting a lot of variety. Still counseling and counseling related, but... Um, maybe much more variety than the typical clinical mental health counselor. Yes, yes. And as a school counselor, I always um, tell our students, uh, you've got to be flexible. You've got to be flexible in your job because you can have this beautiful plan for the day, um, but if a child needs you, then that's what you do. That's where your priority goes. That's terrific. Well, that's what we're uh, doing, I think, Bob, for several years now, uh, and Tammy, you know, for years and years in the Wake Forest University's Department of Counseling is offering solid training for clinical mental health students and for school counseling students. Um, I know that uh, there may be some students or, or uh, future potential students who would be listening to this and they're hearing from you, Tammy, variety. They're hearing that they're going to do virtually the same training as clinical mental health, but um, both in the post graduate and then there Bob as you said as mm -hmm. you get into practicum and internship you'll begin to experience more of the differences between the two um, you're going to get steeped uh, in that solid training that I'm I don't think I'm being um, boastful in saying that we're we're known for this is what we do at Wake Forest and what we've done for 50 years and now what we're doing for five and six and for the uh, future to come we're doing online very well um, as as well so um, Bob, what else do we need to ask Tammy today? Can you think of anything? That covers the covers it really really well, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Unless there's some other things that uh, Tammy, did we cover everything? I, I'm going to make one distinction Come on. for folks. Um, a clin This is what clinical people ask once they've chosen that track, and they say, "Well, what if I want to go and get my degree in school counseling?" If you've chosen a clinical track and you graduate with that degree, you're going to have to come back to school and, and take the two school courses and do the school internship. I don't know why, but it's a beautiful thing that if you go the school track, um, you do not. You do not have to come back and do a clinical. Uh, and I think my gut instinct is that because the school, working in the school is a completely different animal, um, and like I said, you have the exact same training. Schools are very protective and want anybody that's in there to have experienced that particular training in that environment. 
So school people um, can get their degree in school counseling and can go ahead and pursue an LPC. That's terrific. And yeah, that's good to know, too, particularly students that might be considering the program mm -hmm. to determine and, and to know that, you know, the support is there for us, not only in, in the exceptional training that they get, but the kind of experiences that help them discern which track, mm -hmm. which where they want to go. So that's, that would be helpful. And, and too, Bob, the advising that's available. Mm. I know all yes. three of us do this, and Tammy, I specifically want to say of you, you mentioned students emailing, calling, coming by, because they are making big decisions. When mm -hmm. you're investing in your graduate training, uh, you're trying to think, all right, what's the best use of my time and my dollars? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And to know that they can consult with someone like yourself who has been in school counseling all these years, very passionate about it still, um, lots of experience to share. What a wonderful um, opportunity that they have to be able to reach out for that type of advising. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, definitely. I know. I know you very well. I know. I, I know uh, you on a personal and a professional level, and I, I, I know your passion. Um, but you know, guys, this is what we're trying to do, both now historically in our campus program, and increasingly now as we've gotten further into the um, online educational world. We're offering the MA, or Master's of Arts in Clinical Mental Health Counseling and in School Counseling for students, either current or future. As you're hearing this, we're hopeful that you're um, hearing that folks here are passionate about this training and um, available. Tammy, that's a, something that's just sticking with me from our talk today is that we're available to answer questions. Yes. We're hoping this podcast Absolutely. will help with that as yeah. well. But, you know, we're just trying to understand the individual student, understand what their calling is, their giftedness is, um, and really just, you know, trying to individualize as best we can what their training will be with us in their counseling program. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, thank you so much. All right, sure. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm.